Hello everyone, Coach V here, and welcome to another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. So today we're going to talk about how do we define success? Oftentimes we look at success as attaining a desired outcome or a level of notoriety. Let's be honest, in the form of likes and follows on social media or even material things, the kind of car we drive, the kind of job we have, what's in our bank account, the kind of house we live in, how we're able to dress and get our hair done. Those types of things tend to speak to the level of success that we have, the types of vacations that we can take, the things that we can buy. We can take our friends out to dinner or out to lunch or You know, we can do extravagant things. Sometimes we define those things as success. We we attach those things to how we've worked and accomplished things, how we've been able to have this list of achievements, awards, our names being called, conquering certain things, getting that promotion on the job, getting that 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 pay raise. We oftentimes define those things as, as success. We've we've put in work, we've we've done what we needed to do, we worked the long hours, we went in early, we stayed up late. So we feel like, you know, we, we're we're worthy and deserving of success. And there's not to say that we're not, but how are we defining that success? Is it according to what our wants are? Or are we defining that success based on the instructions that God has given us? And, and, and was God a part of that process? Because if God is a part of that process, then you are successful because of him. You reap the benefits. You reap the harvest of success, of having that money in your bank account being able to take your family on a really nice vacation because you were faithful and obedient to his instruction. And so therefore, shouldn't he get the glory? And your success is based solely on your obedience, your following his instructions, your making sacrifices, you answering the call of God, you honoring him by acknowledging him as the source and the resource for all your success. And so I want to talk a little bit about that today so that we can begin to redefine what success means and what that looks like in your eyes. So first, we're going to talk about a few reasons why we are oftentimes hungry for that success or to to be accomplished, um, to have that list of achievements or have that type of notoriety. And one of the first things that I thought about is that oftentimes we may come from a childhood where we experienced lack or where there was lack somewhere in our life, some period of our life where, you know, we were robbing Peter to pay Paul. Um, I know that there was a a period of time for me when I was working um, for a governmental agency and. Um, not making a whole lot of money. 
And there were times that I, I literally had to make decisions between eating and putting my, you know, gas in my car. I, I would, I was in a position where I was robbing Peter to pay Paul. You know, I wanted to make sure that my daughter had what she needed and, and things that she wanted. So there were sacrifices that I had to make. Um, and so having experienced lack and having to struggle and sacrifice oftentimes when we're in a position where we are more accomplished and we have more achievements and a little more security we then tend to overcompensate because then we then we then have that that attitude that um you know we'll go overboard to try to make up for the times when we weren't able to do things so that overcompensation tends to to come in Another thing that I thought about is, you know, maybe growing up or in our teenage years, young adult life, we saw our parents, our relatives struggle. We saw what it was for them to always sacrifice and go without so that, you know, that so that you could have or that they could be faithful to be responsible over the things that they were given. And and so when we see those type of examples, we kind of make up in our mind, you know, I'll never be in that position. I'll never uh, allow my children to have to go through that type of struggle. So we work really, really hard. We work overtime. We may work two and three jobs just to not be in a position where there's lack with that, that they don't grow up not being able to have the things that they need and the things that they want and things that they don't even really need. Um, And so they become spoiled. We, We know that we tend to spoil our children and overcompensate for things because we don't we don't want them to experience what we went through. And while it's okay, you know, to say that I want my children to have better than what I had. I think that there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think that there is, but I think that it becomes a problem when we just give them too much. They don't know then what it is to truly earn and work hard for things. They don't understand or appreciate the sacrifice that you're making so that they can enjoy those high priced iPhones and and game systems and going to the movies and, and getting the latest pair of tennis shoes because all they have to do is just kind of point at it or say what they wanted, then of course we get it. But in our, in our minds, we're saying they're not going to go without. They're not going to be in a position. They're not going to grow up like I grew up. So that we define that sometimes as success, being able to do better for our children. And it's good in a way, but we have to make sure that we're teaching our children standards and, and values and morals and that this these things don't come easy that there's work involved in acquiring these things attaining a certain lifestyle and the last thing that I thought about when we talk about what success means to us and the natural is we're whether we want to admit it or not we are trying to keep up with the Joneses We see what kind of house they're in. We see what kind of car they drive. We see what kind of purse she's carrying. We see that she's got a really pretty weave or nice braids or her nails are done really well. You know, we see those things and we want to keep up. We want to get the biggest TV. And we oftentimes will end up living beyond our means. 
And so we will end up finding ourselves back in the original situation of lack because we're spending everything to keep up this image to put on airs. And so we're walking on these false legs trying to pretend like we got it all together. And we're probably in the house robbing Peter to pay Paul, wondering how the light bill is going to get paid because we're trying to maintain an image because it's coming really from a place of insecurity. And anytime that you've been in a in a place of lack or going without certain things, I think there's always a tendency to never want to be in that type of position again. If food was something that you were insecure about growing up or experiencing any point in your life, you will always make sure your refrigerator is full. Your pantry is going to be stocked because you remember that feeling when you went to the refrigerator or you went to the pantry and there wasn't anything there. And so we can define success oftentimes in our mind as I'm able to go in my refrigerator and get anything I want whenever I want it. And I can get as many as I want. But is that really success? It is because you're able to provide. But do we find too much comfort and rest in that too much and kind of rest on our laurels in that? And it turns us into greedy, gluttonous people. Versus really having that attitude of gratitude and appreciation for no longer being in that position where we struggled, where it was difficult, where we experienced those hardships and difficulties and oftentimes had to go without certain things. Life is definitely meant for us to enjoy and experience all of these wonderful things. That's why God created this earth and we're able to travel and see all of God's glory but we also have to be mindful to do it in a responsible way to be good stewards over the resources that he's given us and so my transformative thought for this week again hope you got your journal pen and pad in your hand to write this down I no longer seek to attain for attention. I desire to attain for the kingdom. So anything that we attain, we want it to be unto the glory of God. We want God to get the glory out of our lives. We want people to see God in every success, every win, every accomplishment, every achievement, anything that we ever attain, receive recognition or attention for, they should see the glory of God on our lives that if it had not been for him who was on our side, who was giving us instructions, giving us directions, leading and guiding us, sustaining us, this moment this thing would not be possible. Had I not followed God's God's instructions, had I not been obedient to him, if I had not spent that time in prayer, if I had not sacrificed that time to read my Bible so that I could get instructions from God for the day or how to accomplish a task or be successful on a project or to 
communicate effectively with my co-workers in a meeting or to do a presentation had it not been for his divine intervention then I would not be in this position I would not be successful we should always be mindful to acknowledge God in everything He is the giver of all. He is the one that gives us the abilities, the gifts and the talents to go out and do the great things that we do, to work the long hours and yet still be able to provide for our families and spend time with our families. He allows us to get that rest at night so that we can make sure that those those things around the house get done, those those doctor's appointments you get the kids to, their extracurricular activities. Those are things that we should look at and truly define as success. How he sustains us, how he provides the courage and the strength and the energy and the wherewithal, how he keeps sickness away from us, how he doesn't allow us to feel stress or go into depression, or allow anxiety to overtake us. Those are things that we should look at as success because God is in the midst of those things. He's preventing those things from happening. He's shielding us and he's protecting us and yet allowing us to go through whatever it is that we're going through to see the fruit on the other side as we labor in the fields. When that harvest comes in, then we can appreciate the hard work, pulling up the weeds, breaking up the fallow ground, staying up late at night to do that homework or do that project to make sure that it gets in on time and it's exactly what's needed to to push your company forward or or to to make sure that that everything is in order. That 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 patient that you're taking care of gets the best care possible because that's somebody's mother, that's somebody's father. And we desire that they can go home and be with their families. That's success. And so I've looked at several scriptures to see what success is defined as by God. And I began by looking in the book of Proverbs because the book of Proverbs gives us wonderful instructions that are really short and sweet and to the point. And one of the first things was Proverbs 10 and 22. And it really just, you know, drives it home. And I love the message version of this scripture when it says, God's blessings makes life rich. Nothing we do can improve on God. God is perfect. So there's nothing that we can do to improve on his magnificence, his splendor, his ability, his grace, his mercy. There's nothing that we can do to improve on that. And it's his blessings, his favor, his grace and mercy that makes our life rich. That's success. Because we have the blessings in favor of God. So we're successful already because we have that. Anything else that we experience, anything that that God brings to us or allows us to attain, that's extra. 
but to know that I have his blessings, to know I have his favor, to know that his hand is on my life. I'm already rich. I'm I'm wealthy. I'm overflowing with riches. The next scripture that I looked at again is in the book of Proverbs and it's um, chapter 16, verse three. And he says, and it's a familiar passage of scripture. He says, commit your works to the Lord, submit and trust them to him and your plans will succeed. If you respond to his will and guidance. So in order to have that true success and for God to get the glory, we have to commit everything that we do to him and trust him, trust his plan. And our plans will succeed because he is a part of it. He is the plan. He is the plan. He is a part of the plan. He will execute the plan. Again, his blessings, his favor, because he's given it to us. So all we have to do is walk it out. All we have to do is obey the instructions. Not second guess, not try to alter it, not try to make it fit because we don't want to do this part, but we are willing to do this part. We have to commit all of it to God and then respond to what his instructions are, how he guides us. And we'll be sure to succeed in everything because he's given it all to us and he's giving us the roadmap for success because he is supposed to get the glory out of it point blank period it's not for your glory it's not for your name to be called I mean you will get the accolades you will get the acknowledgement for your hard work sacrifice dedication all of that good stuff you absolutely will but you need to give that glory right back to him You need to acknowledge him in everything. So even if your name does get called, the the first words out of your mouth should be, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for sustaining me. Thank you for leading and guiding and directing me to get to this place. And the last one that I'm going to give for the moment, again, from the book of Proverbs chapter 11 verse 28 and this is a great instruction and we need to always remember this he who leans on and trusts in and is confident in his riches will fall Mm-mm-mm. but the righteous who trust in God's provision will flourish like a green leaf and so anything that God gives us If we trust God, if we trust in God, if we obey God, it will be sure to flourish. We will be sure to succeed. But if we're cocky, if we're arrogant and we lean into our own understanding, we know that we know that we know we did it by ourselves. If it wasn't for me who had been on my side. I'm so confident. I'm so fly. I'm so sure it was all me. Nobody helped me. Me, 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 me. If you are constantly doing that, that thing is going to fall to the ground. God will tear it up. And we need to just understand that, accept it, and let it just marinate in our spirits. That's just the way that it'll be. 
Because if you built it, you did that to, to, to get glory for yourself. But if God builds it, all glory goes to him. And then the thing, you know, that's always ironic is we start out with these plans and we say me, 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 and things start going wrong. And then we want God to come in and fix it. Well, guess what? He didn't start it. And God is not obligated to fix, finish, or clean up anything that he did not start. So, before you go starting something, you might want to consult the Father first. So, success as defined by God is attaining a level of favor. When we're obedient to God and we're doing what he's calling us to do and we're walking in 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 his favor where we're seeking him for instructions when we're doing the things that he's asking us to do success can be in the in the form of us having favor with man it can be where God will use people to show you favor, to open doors for you to get to that next opportunity. They may not know your name, but God can put your name on their mind. You can end up sitting at tables and being in rooms that you could have never imagined. But you have to be faithful to the process and do what God has called you to do. Not because you're trying to get attention. Not because you are trying to um, get that notoriety for yourself. But if you're being obedient to God and you're co-laboring with him in the way that you should, he will put you on the mind of those people. You will begin to see favor where maybe in the natural, in your own might, they would say no. They could say yes, because that's the favor of God. That's where you're seeing success. Success defined by God is attaining a level of revelation, having that deeper relationship with God so that you can get that revelation, get better understanding. That's success because you're getting the keys to the kingdom. You're getting the keys, the inner workings. You're getting all of the all of those tips and clues that only God can whisper in your ear. And you be able to do it in a way that you're still walking upright and righteous before man. Your hands are not dirty. You're not you're not backbiting and gossiping. You're not trying to lie on somebody else to to move up. You're not trying to step on anybody. You're not trying to, you know, throw somebody under the bus. But you'll get that revelation from God. The proper way to handle all situations and circumstances. Success defined by God, again, is having that deeper relationship with him. Being so close with him, having such an intimacy with God that you know it's speak. he's speaking to you undeniably when you have these things on your mind, when you have things that are concerning to you. That's, that's true success, that you can call on him. He's speaking, he's providing revelation, he's giving you instructions. That That's success when you have that close, deep relationship with him. 
that success can look like attaining a level of knowledge and wisdom. Again, we just talked about this. When you have that deep relationship, you receive that revelation, you receive that wisdom, that knowledge, that understanding. And that's success because you're trusting him with the plans and he's entrusting you to execute them the way that he's given them to you. So it's a reciprocal relationship. You're just going back and forth. God, what you need me to do? Okay, I'm going to do that. You do that. Okay, I'm going to give you a little bit more to do. So you're constantly making forward motion to achieving that which you desire to achieve. That which God desires to give you because of your faithfulness, because of your commitment and your dedication. Success defined by God is attaining a level of peace and joy and happiness with yourself, within yourself. When you can be happy with you, when you can have peace with your past, when you can forgive, when you can walk in that forgiveness, when you can walk in love, when you can have compassion and empathy for others, when you can give yourself grace, that is true success. We don't want to walk through life with all of these great material things, but we don't love ourselves. We don't even like ourselves. That's not truly successful. The things only reveal more of who you are so if you were unhappy and miserable and mean to people without stuff you're going to be unhappy mean and miserable with stuff in fact you may become even more of a monster you'll become selfish but if you can work to to get that deep relationship with God where you can truly have joy and peace that regardless of whatever God does in your life I'm still going to choose peace I'm still going to choose joy I'm still going to choose happiness Because greater is he that is on the inside of me than that which is in the world. And so as long as I have Jesus, then I'm happy. As long as I have God on my side, then I'm at peace. And the last thing is success as defined by God is attaining those material things without compromising you. You can... Enjoy the nice home, the nice car, being able to buy nice things, but don't do it at the cost of losing your soul, compromising your standards, your values, your morals. That's not worth it. Because there will still be an empty place in your heart, an empty place in your soul that you'll be trying to fill up with things and being around the wrong people and having the wrong influences in your life because people will begin to leech onto you because of the things that you have. And you're looking at it as success because now I've got friends and people want to be around me and they may be people simply using you for what you have. And not trying to get close to you because of who you are and whose you are. So it's so important to maintain that deep relationship with Christ so that he can reveal to you those that mean you no good. And those that are truly there to walk with you and support you and encourage you. You need that revelation. You need that wisdom. You need that knowledge. You need that deeper level of understanding. Those are the things that we decide and we determined as being successful that while we can enjoy the things here on earth we have to be reminded that we're placed here but we're not to be of the world that we are here 
We are in the world, but we are not of the world. And so we can enjoy the finer things in life, but always being sure to give back. Make sure we're paying our tithes. Make sure we're giving of our time, our talents and our gifts to the benefits, the development and the growth and the empowerment of others. So we should be willing to give back freely what has been so freely given to us, because that means that God has put us in a greater uh, place of responsibility to then reach back for somebody else. I placed you in this position so that you can go back and get others so that they can experience it and they can eat the fruit of the land. Mm -mm -mm. And so I just want to leave you, um, with with these thoughts you'll never experience that success if you don't try you won't experience true success and happiness if you if you don't consult God if you don't try him and and try doing things his way versus constantly trying to do things your way you'll never really know what success is you'll never know what that happiness is like that security is like not security in making sure that you have money in your account, but just the security and knowing that God has got you no matter what is going on. We just read the last scripture and it told us that we will have success if we obey God, that we are already successful because we have God's blessings. And you'll never appreciate success if you don't work hard for it, if you're not willing to sacrifice for it. And you're not going to appreciate that success if you don't allow God to be a part of the process. And that's just it. If you're doing everything for yourself, by yourself, to yourself, with yourself, all of that, you'll never have an appreciation. You will still be unhappy. You will still have a level of misery. But if you allow God to be at the part of the process and allow him to lead and guide you, you will really appreciate everything that God is allowing you to experience, every opportunity that he's allowing you to take advantage of, every networking opportunity, every person that he allows you to meet to to further the kingdom agenda, not our personal agenda, but the kingdom agenda. He trusts you with that vision. So God is going to be faithful to give the provision. He's going to make sure that the right people come into your life at the right time, that they're going to have resources and opportunities that only they could provide because God put them in a place to be able to reach back and help you. So then you got to definitely reach back. But then guess what? You can bring somebody with you because you've made that connection higher up so you can bring the higher up yourself to go get somebody else and it just continues to flow like the oil on Aaron's beard let's make a commitment to no longer define success as the world does but through the words and eyes of God let us do what we must do so that everything that we put our hands to God is well pleased with that God puts his stamp of approval on it that it's lovely in his eyes that it looks good and smells good to him that's true success knowing that we have his peace we have his blessings we have his favor 
knowing that he trusts us with the assignment that anything that tries to rise up against us it won't prosper because he's with us and we're following his plan to the letter I don't know about you but that's the type of success that I want to have I want to know that he's well pleased with what I'm doing and that I'm doing it in the way that he desires so that he can get the glory and that I can just stay in the position of being his willing vessel. And I'm already successful because he chose me as one of his daughters, as one of his children. So if I left today, I'm successful because I'm his. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. I hope you'll join me again next week. And I just want you to remember today is always a great day to be made new. And I'm always, always rooting for you. Until next time.